listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 8th of September 2022 from the SBS newsroom. Later, oil prices continuing to retreat. But first, we'll go to the Reserve Bank uh, Governor, Philip Lowe, who has defended his leadership as he oversees the fastest lift in official interest rates in 30 years. And that's despite earlier suggesting that rates may not rise until 2024. Now, he's blamed a a surprise rise in interest rates around the world, in inflation around the world. And he spoke earlier about his reasonings for um, why he's sticking around at the Annika Foundation. Uh, Well, I can assure you I have no plans to resign. Uh, I I think what I would point to people is that the unemployment rate in Australia today is the lowest in 50 years. Female labour force participation is a record high. Young Australians can get jobs in a way that they haven't been able to do before. People are getting more hours of work and underemployment's down. That is a huge economic and social benefit. Having a job is uh, the first step on the ladder of opportunity. Well, having an education, but then getting a job is another step on the ladder of opportunity. And, And more people today are on that ladder than ever before. We've struggled for 50 years to get to full employment. It's been, from my perspective, a a, a blight on what's otherwise been a very successful economy. So we're closer to full employment, maybe there, than we've ever been in 50 years. So that is a legacy of what we've done. Uh, We've certainly got higher inflation, and that's partly because of the insurance policy we took out during the pandemic. During the pandemic, I know at our board, we said, well, what's the bigger policy error to make? Do too little or do too much? If we do too little and the unemployment rate's 15% and tens of thousands of people are dying every month, the the economy, our society would have paid a very heavy cost. If we did too much, then we'd have to increase interest rates and I'd get all this criticism calls for my resignation. But in the end, and people have different judgments, I think we made the right choice. We prided the society with insurance based on the health advice that we had Turns out we didn't need as much insurance and we're having to increase interest rates. But people have jobs, kids have opportunity, household income's rising. That's what I would say to people who um, don't like me in my job. That's the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe speaking earlier at the Annika Foundation. And for his take on everything that the Reserve Bank Governor had to say today, including the potential for slower and smaller interest rate rises from here on, I spoke earlier with Judo Bank Economic Advisor Warren Hogan. Warren, what do you make of the RBA Governor's reasons for lifting official interest rates when for so long he suggested that the conditions for a rate rise would not be ripe until at least 2024? Well, the governor, like many economists, has been completely caught by surprise by not just the strength of the recovery from the pandemic, but the the amount of inflation that's come through the system with it. We saw it uh, in the Northern Hemisphere late last year, but he and other economists here didn't think it was necessarily going to show up in Australia, but we've now clearly got it. And they have to respond. Their biggest problem is that they had a starting point of such low interest rates that they have a huge amount of work to do to get interest rates anywhere near neutral. And that's what we're seeing them do right now. There's been a lot of noise lately around Philip Lowe 
stepping aside because he's presiding over the fastest pace of rate rises since 1994, as we mentioned earlier, when he initially said, hey, conditions for a rate rise not ready until 2024. So what do you think? Should he resign? Can it actually happen? Well, look, I don't think he should resign. His term comes up in a year, so that will be discussed at that time with the government, uh, and there's a review to be had in between now and then. But it would be dangerous, I think, to take away uh, the governor at a stage that's so critical in our economy. We lost the deputy governor, Guy Bell a few months ago. He's moved on, and we just can't afford to lose any more experience up there when we've got such a difficult environment that we're, we're seeing in the economy. And I don't think they can actually do it. Um, it would be a very brave government to sack the RBA governor. Um, there's no um, standard standard or uh, or previous example of this happening. So I think the governor will remain in place until a year's time and uh, then it'll be assessed. Um, and I think the calls for his resignation um, reflect um, the, 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 the fact that they should not have been giving that forward guidance. They should not at any stage have been saying what they were going to do with interest rates because although they will explain, as he did today, that it was conditional on a certain economic outcome, the broader community doesn't understand that nuance. They will take the governor at face value. And I think we've learnt that lesson. They've admitted it's wrong. And hopefully we'll never see that again. Uh, he's also reiterated the importance of inflation targeting as one of its key roles. Do you agree? I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, the, the three um, legislated objectives are inflation, to be kept low and stable, unemployment, as low as possible, and the welfare of the Australian people. None of the second two objectives can be achieved unless they keep low infl inflation low and stable. So they have to have that as their primary objectives. One of the problems with monetary policy all around the world in the last 30 years is that too much has been expected of it. And this is because it's been independent of the political process. Politicians in many countries have been unable to do sig significant economic reform or take the politically difficult decisions to make the economy operate better. And the communities look to the, to the central bank. And of course, in an environment where interest rates are falling, They've been rock stars, particularly in financial markets. And, of course, I think that really is the pickle we're in now. There's been two lower interest rates. They've been doing quantitative easing, and we now have a very significant inflation, and they have to get that under control. The economic prosperity that we've seen all around the world and in this country in the last 30 years is because of low inflation, and that's got to be their number one goal. Now, I hope I'm not burying the lead because the markets reacted quite positively to uh, the RBA governor saying or seeming to suggest that the pace of interest rate rises from now will be slower. What, what do you think this all means? Well, he's clearly signalling that they're going to step back from the 50s. And I think that's a very, very wise thing. A, we're getting close to a point uh, where interest rates are more normal or neutral. Um, they put in their forecast that they released a month or so ago an assumption that the cash rate was going to be 3%. And I think that's their first objective. So they can get there with a 40 next month, a 25 in November, and then I think they can pause. They can watch what happens to the economy because, and the governor noted this today, monetary policy operates with a lag. They've moved very quickly, the quickest tightening cycle in history, and they really do need to see what the effects are. We're going to get some very important insights into the effects on the housing market over the next few months. But the effects on employment and demand in the economy are going to take 
a fair bit of time to come through. However, I suspect that it's not going to be enough and that we're going to need to see further rate hikes in the middle of next year because, in my view, we're not going to get this inflation back into their target range until the cash rate gets up to at least 4%. But I don't think they need to get there quickly. I think they can slow the pace down, as he said, and even pause over the course of our summer. So very briefly, where do you see it peaking? I think the peak in the cash rate will be about 4%, um, and that'll probably be in late 2023 or early 2024. But I think they'll pause at 3% in a couple of months' time. Warren Hogan there from Judo Bank. Now, the market really liked those comments from the Reserve Bank Governor suggesting that the pace of rate rises may slow from here. The S&P ASX 200 had its best one-day gain in two months, up by 1.8%, 6,848. There were some moves to the downside for oil, which will have some major ramifications, and I spoke earlier about that with Angus Geddes from Fat Profits. Angus, oil prices have been coming off the boil. Does it suggest inflation may have finally peaked? Look, I, th- I definitely think with easing commodity prices, uh, the falling oil price, that's definitely going to um, slow down inflation and take inflation off the boil. Still, it's a double-edged sword because doesn't it also suggest that we're seeing a, a fall in global growth? Yeah, look, I think it's definitely a flashing red light that uh, global growth is definitely slowing. I mean, we've got Europe heading into a recession We've got the U.S. economy slowing down. Uh, and, of course, then there's China, uh, where, you know, where growth has definitely slowed this year. The COVID zero lockdowns over there are certainly not helping. OK, so what does this mean for interest rates, though? If you've got global growth starting to slow, inflation potentially peaking, right? We still saw the Bank of uh, Canada lifting by 75 basis points overnight. The ECB meets tonight. The, the US Federal Reserve in two weeks. Today, the RBA governor implied, hey, there's still more rate rises to come. How much more is the market expecting? Look, uh, we're definitely going to see the central banks uh, keep interest rates high. Uh, you know, we're looking for uh, 75 basis points from the Federal Reserve in September, but the pace of interest rate rises is probably going to slow uh, over the next six months. Angus Geddes there from Fat Profits. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.